Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Jamie Rickey podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a really long time. This is going to be a spooky edition. We're going to talk about all things paranormal, Halloween, because it's in season right now. And I had a call upon our very first guest. This is the very first returning guest. So um, everybody, I want you to welcome Garrett Ralph back to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Glad to be back. Jamie, thanks for having me again. Can't believe it. First guest ever. First guest to come back a second time ever. So you can't beat me on those ones. Never. It's going to be in the history books forever. And I just love that we're I'm hitting all these very firsts for the podcast. It definitely means a lot. So I'm pretty stoked on it. Very excited to have you back. And I'm happy that you're willing to come back. So that means you definitely had a good experience the first time around. Oh, yeah. It's nothing but good vibes and great experiences and just talking out about everything. And I'm stoked to be on this special edition, the spooky edition, to talk about some spooky, scary skeleton stuff. Yeah. And it's definitely easy to have you on and just talk about this stuff because um, what people don't really see in our normal day lives, you and I uh, talk on the phone all the time. So this is just like second nature for us. So it should be pretty fun. Yeah, we talk all the time on the phone and we're hanging out all the time. We got the pleasure of hanging out like three times last week. It was ridiculous. I know. I, I don't even want to talk about how we ended up walking out of the theater during Venom. I just want everybody to know if you support Venom, unsubscribe and just don't follow me because I probably will hate you. Yeah, ditto. But we can't get into that. That's another that's another thing. All right, we'll save that. Um, we'll do a deep dive on Venom if the sequel comes out. How about that? That sounds good. Okay, so we'll just save that for later. But I guess we can jump right into some of the spooky stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I don't remember how long ago it was. When were we uh, uh, in San Diego for that weekend? Uh, has it been like two months, is it? Or, or a month and a half? maybe yeah I, I think two months sounds about right because it was uh somewhere in the middle of summer yeah okay so we drove down to san diego um and our intentions weren't to get spooky we had to drive down there because uh garrett you had to fix your ac and i remember on the way down i don't remember how we got into talking about it but somehow uh Proctor Valley Road got brought up by you and it was news to me because I never even heard of that before. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know what got into it, but we were talking about it and and Proctor Valley Road is like this. It's kind of like this legendary road for like like real deep cut San Diegans, like people who have been in San Diego for a long time and kind of know like the lore of San Diego as, as a whole. And it's this crazy stretch of dirt road that um, I I had been on like maybe once or twice. My friends had been on and you being not from San Diego, I was like, maybe we should do this. Like, why not? Like, we're, we're going to be here and we should get in all the San Diego experiences as we can. Right. I remember on our way to your parents' house, I wanted to stop at like a local Walmart to pick up some snacks and stuff because I didn't feel like eating all your parents stuff. I didn't want to be rude about it. 
And I remember we we talked to some of the locals, um, some of the people that worked at the Walmart and asked them if they heard of like Proctor Valley Road. And I was very, very surprised that out of the three people that we talked to, none of them had heard of it. All right. To be fair, one girl was like fairly young, so she probably wasn't into spooky stuff. Three, another dude was had just moved to San Diego like three months ago from Seattle. And then the other guy was, I mean, the other guy seemed like he should have known about it, but I don't know for some reason didn't. Yeah. Cause he was like um, the oldest one out of the group that we talked to. So I thought he was going to come at us with some crazy lore, but we just looked yeah. crazy asking people about some haunted road in some like Valley. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, probably not the best people to ask, but Either way, it's a San Diego lore because you ended up looking it up like you had to look it up on Google and you found all those crazy articles about it. So it's it really is one of the haunting places in San Diego. Yeah, when I Googled it, I was very surprised to see um, people talking about sightings of a devil car chasing them down the road, uh, a mysterious lady in blue um, who's hitchhiking. And what I didn't read in the articles was something that you mentioned. You said there was like um, the blue men out there. Yeah, the blue people—they're cannibals, man. Got to watch out. Now, okay, people. Yeah, you say that they're cannibals. Is it just like these are just like one of the, like the stories that gets passed around by the locals? Yeah, just local local folk- folklore and, and lore. Um, so uh, when I was, I don't know, late later in my high school days. Um, uh, some buddies of mine were kind of like paranormal, paranormal, like seekers or chasers or, wh- or whatever they call it. They, they dabbled in the paranormal and they were actually sponsored by this burrito shop called, um, uh, Lucha Libre. Shout out to Lucha Libre. Really Wait, bomb Mexican food <laughs> well, spot. Like the, the popular Lucha Libre that everybody goes yeah. to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They lived right. They lived right down the street. So as long as they came in with their ghost hunting gear and like, and were sporting it, they got free burritos. It was amazing. Yo, I back that sponsorship so much. <laughs> burritos yeah. and ghosts. I don't think you can Dude. do that. No, but, uh, so, so they decided to go to Proctor Valley and I didn't go with them this bit on this trip, but they had like, they were videotaping things. They said that like halfway through the, the, the drive, I guess we haven't really had any backstory on what Proctor Valley is, but it's just a a dirt road for about six miles that kind of goes from one part of like deep East San Diego to kind of like not that far East San Diego, more Chula Vista. But they said halfway through the road, this these people kind of like like stopped them and were like asking for help. And then like it was like a girl and a guy and they were like kind of acting really weird and like asking them weird things. And then one of like the girl had like and, and apparently the blue people, what they do is they wear like blue paint or some sort of like blue around them for some reason, I guess, like kind of like tribes do. I don't know. But the guy kind of like kind of like nudged at the girl and like kind of pointed at her neck and she like kind of put her like scarf or whatever she had up because she had blue underneath it and my friend started freaking out and like left them in the middle of the road like it was crazy no joke when we drove that or drove down that road that night if we saw anybody i don't care who it was i wasn't gonna let you stop i would have put my own (laughs) foot on the gas there's no way like i don't care who it was it could have been a little kid I'm sorry, fam. You're staying on that road tonight. We're not picking you up, dude. Yeah, that dude, that was crazy. Um, 
like after looking into it and after like like <laughs> just like I guess I want to go back to like when we finally like got to my parents house and we were kind of like hanging out and chilling and the night was getting late we were waiting for the you know the bewitching hour because I was like oh we should go now and it was like 10 o'clock and you're like no dude no we have to wait like we have to wait like early morning yeah so like low key when we got to your parents house i was super tired i was um, like falling asleep on the floor upstairs and honestly part of me thought we weren't gonna go because it was getting late and i was so tired i was like okay well proctor valley sounded fun i guess we'll just do it some other time but then you were like, dude, we have to go. So I just had to like, m- like muster up the energy and get myself to be more awake and put my shoes on because I figured at that point, it's like, we're either going to go now or we're just going to have to go some other time. And I definitely wanted to go that night because it was something that we'd been talking about all night. And I just wanted to finally experience this like haunted road that I've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. So we finally make the executive decision to go. And then I, 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 I feel like I was smart in saying, okay, let's take my dad's truck. Cause there's no way my little two door hatch Volkswagen golf is going to make it through that dirt road. And my dad has like a F one F two fifty with like a leveling kit and like, you know, dirt tires, like then four wheel drive, if anything ever happened. Yeah. The GTI would not have lasted in that crazy bumpy dirt road for six miles. I think something bad would have happened if we would have went with that over the truck. Yeah, something pretty bad. So we, so we take the truck, right? And I'm like, I have to look up again, like where we should start. Because I figured what we should, you know, because what happens is it's the, the, the road begins or ends, depending on where you're at, um, in like Hamul, like Rancho San Diego area, which is like east, deep east, east county, southeast county, and then drops you off in like East Chula Vista area. So I figured we should we should we're already kind of southeast, uh, so we should go through the Humul slash Rancho San Diego area way and then go towards Chula Vista. And so I mean that I mean that sounded right to me. So we decided to do that. And as we're like you know getting there, you're kind of like this doesn't seem scary. Like there's lights here. Like it doesn't seem sketchy. We're on this main road. But as we get deeper and deeper to the start of it, you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what, what are these farmhouses? What is going on here? Yeah, that's when it started getting creepy. Because when we were on, like, the little highway going through the canyons, there was um, tons of cars driving around because they were leaving from that casino that you mentioned. And yeah. it, didn't, it didn't seem too spooky to me. And it wasn't until we started going through the little neighborhood with the farmhouses because the road got very narrow. It was one lane for each side and it definitely looked like something straight out of like a horror movie because a lot of the porch lights weren't on, but you could see the farmhouses in the distance and it just didn't seem like there was a lot of people out there and seemed like a perfect place for people to get murdered or bodies to get dumped. And I don't know if you remember right before we actually made the turn onto the road, there was like that random tow truck driver that had his lights on all crazy, but wasn't towing anybody. Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing the lights off in the distance and be like, wait, wait, did our cops like shutting this down? Are you not allowed to drive through this anymore? And like, as we got closer, we're like, no, those aren't cop lights. Those could be ambulance lights, which like got me super sketched out. And then it was just a tow truck driver with his lights on, towing nothing. And that like sketched me out too. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like no sense making. Yeah, he was probably 
towing the ghost hell car, but we couldn't see it because we weren't dead like he was. Exactly. He just decided to manifest some, his his physical form. I'm sure if we would have touched him, it would probably have been like, you know, gone through him because he's a ghost. We were driving down the road and it was really dark out because there's no street lights. It's all just um, being black and all we could see was the moon and you were driving really slow, which I was okay with uh, low key. I figured that was the reason why we were going to get got if something was actually out there, but it was pretty crazy to drive to like kind of creep through there around like, you know, two or three in the morning and it being so quiet and, and just so creepy. And I was really hoping out of like the three things that you're supposed to see down there, I was hoping that we would get chased by the hell car because I, th- I feel like that would have been fun to speed through the road at night being chased by some ghost car. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, at, it was weird, man. So like at first I, I didn't think, I mean, I, I don't know what we were going to see. I was going to try and maybe like stop the car and get out and like freak you out uh, and see if we could like muster up any kind of spirits or anything. But uh, yeah, we didn't, I mean, we didn't see the ghost car, but what the weird thing was, do you remember like maybe like a quarter of the way through, we started seeing like dust in front of us and we could see taillights like pretty far in the distance. Do you remember that? I do. We were driving through and we were surprised to see that somebody had gotten there like right before us. But I remember at first, uh, it seemed like it was just us on the road. And if that car was on the road with us like we should have seen the dust earlier or maybe they were there and they were just parked and they saw us and they got spooked i don't really know like what it was yeah i guess we'll never know at this point but i mean it was kind of that was a little freaking me out i was like okay maybe they'll just be stopped and we come up on them and like don't know what's gonna have to go down if that happens yeah, I just like to imagine that we spooked them into thinking that we're the hell car coming after them because they're probably just wondering, like, who else is brave enough or stupid enough to come out here on this haunted road at three in the morning? Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty crazy. But, uh, but yeah, and then, I mean, we end up going pretty much all the way through and ending up in, you know, that old Bonita East Chula Vista area. And I thought that was actually pretty quickly. Like, I I felt maybe we should have slowed down a little bit more and and actually parked the car, maybe got out of the truck somewhere on the dirt road, experienced a little more, but but we didn't. Yeah, I feel like since we we have, like, a little more experience now driving through the road, maybe next time we could actually stop and get out and give – those things that are supposed to be out there a chance to actually get us instead of just kind of cruising through and not really giving too much of an opportunity unless it's like the ghost car. Right. If the, if it's the ghost car, like we're, we're out of there. Definitely. I do not want to be on foot getting mowed down by some ghost car and (laughs) not live to be able to tweet about it. Exactly. It's like a Stephen King novel or some shit, but that was Parker Valley road. We drove, the six miles didn't really experience anything, but if you're in San Diego or if you're passing through, you guys want to get spooked, you want to check out some crazy spooky stuff, you should definitely go check out Proctor Valley Road. You just look it up and find out how to get there. It's pretty popular.
yeah, really easy to get to, really easy to drive through. I would recommend, you don't need to have a four-wheel drive car, but I would recommend something that's a little higher off the ground than than a, than a, than a Volkswagen Golf GTI or something like that. Yeah, because it's all dirt out there. It's not paved at all. It seems unfinished, right? Did the city ever finish that road? The city will never finish it. it it's always just going to be dirt on Proctor Valley Road. I mean, they, they the like East Lake Chula Vista has like, you know, kind of like, you know, because when we ended, you're like, whoa, this just looks like, you know, like residential stuff. Like when like maybe like a minute after we got off the road, there was like some sort of like shopping center to the left. So it's literally, you know, but I think that's as far as it's going to go. I don't, unless for some reason someone buys up the land and does something with it. That's crazy. But shout out San Diego, shout out, take offense, fight fair. Um, we were over there in, in um, what, what neighborhood were we in Garrett? We were on D and Garrett street. <laughs> we were in D and Garrett when we found out we were in a simul- simulation, man. Yeah, what, what what neighborhood was that? That's that's Chula Vista. Okay, so shout out Chula Vista all around. Uh, thanks for having us. Shout out Lestats. I definitely want to make it back there at some point because I'm having dreams about it. Dude, we need to go to Lestats, or we need to convince Lestats to like have us be franchisee owners and build one out here in Orange County because Orange County needs a 24-hour coffee spot. Boom, right across the street from Disneyland. We'll open up the first of the stats and it'll be amazing. There it is. Just think about it. Fireworks just ended. You're leaving the resort. You're kind of tired. You're tired of being at Disneyland all day, but you're also tired of that whack ass um, coffee that they sell inside. We're not going to name any names, but you guys know who we're talking about. And then you're going to remember across the street. Jamie and Garrett just opened up the first list stats in Orange County quality coffee. We got comic book stuff on the wall, 24 hours. We got to go and get it. There it is. All right. We'll figure it out. Lestats, have your people talk to our people or we'll send our people over there. We'll figure it out. We'll get all this stuff done behind the scenes. But Garrett, it's almost Halloween. We're like halfway through October and I just want to know what is your favorite movie to watch during this season? All right. Uh, so my favorite movies during to you know to watch during this type of season. I'm I'm a more of a family spooky kind of a guy. Um, I mean, I'm a huge Disney fan. I'm sure pretty people know that. Um, but one of my all time favorites is Hocus Pocus, which I literally just watched the other night because we got the Blu-ray version finally. Um, so shout outs to Hocus Pocus. That's a solid one for me always. Um, if we're going to be getting into the realm of more like scary kind of like classic horror, uh, I would probably have to say, Ooh, it's a tough one. Um, I like, I like Halloween. Um, I, and I also like the shining, which I don't know. I don't, I don't always appropriate the shining with like Halloween time, but I mean, it's a good horror thriller, obviously. Well, it definitely makes its presence known at um, Universal Horror Nights, so I think that would be okay. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong? No, I, I mean, I don't know. I've never been, so... Wait, you've never been to Horror Nights? Dude, I'm telling you, I've never been to Horror Nights. I've never been to Universal Studios, like, period. And I want to go so bad. Wow. I feel, I feel like you've been cheated 
like down here uh when it comes to uh, horror nights scary farm uh six flags or the warner brothers studio tour i feel like honestly horror nights does it the best out of all of them i mean that's what i've heard i mean i've gone to uh, scary farm you know countless times i think i've been to scary farm the last four or five years straight at least one time during the season but I've never hit up uh have never hit up Horror Nights, unfortunately. Damn. Okay. And also I forgot Dark Harbor. Shout outs to Long Beach. I've never yeah. been to Dark Harbor, but we can't leave them out because they're right there too. Man. Bingo. I, I really wish we could go to Horror Nights this year, but I'm actually booked all the way until November. Yeah, I know. Okay. We gotta make a pact now. Halloween. 2019 we got to go to horror nights all right that's a pact all right we're gonna look back on this podcast and we're gonna remember that because when we record next year's spooky edition if we haven't gone by that episode we're gonna have to go before halloween's over exactly okay awesome well i'm excited to go next year even though it's literally gonna be a year away but it should definitely be a good time exactly damn um but what about you, man, as far as spooky movies go for this time of season? Well, I feel like he stole my answer when it comes to Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. That movie is just uh, it, it's great. Obviously, I feel like it's definitely family friendly so you can show it to anybody of any age. You're not going to have to worry about kids being traumatized or, um, you know, messing up their mental that's like the one movie that I, I like to watch first when Halloween comes around. I like to wait. And then once Halloween rolls around the Halloween season, I'll pop in Hocus Pocus. But surprisingly this year, I haven't watched it yet. I think I'm going to wait till closer to Halloween since I'm going to Florida. Uh, I don't think I've really told anybody about this publicly, but if you know me on a personal level, you'll know that I have a planned or a, a trip planned to Florida. Shout outs to Steve Huey and Alexa um, flying out in a couple weeks. And we're going to go to Disney world do Mickey's Halloween party where they're celebrating 25 years of Hocus Pocus and during the Halloween party, they're going to uh, do the Hocus Pocus show in front of the castle. And it's supposed to be super awesome. I didn't get to view it in 2015. And I haven't watched any videos on YouTube because I know I'm going to go see it in person. So I'm just kind of waiting for it to be kind of special for me. Yeah, I can't believe you get to see that show, man. Like, I've seen videos just because, like, I, I mean, it doesn't really ruin the moment for me when I'm in the moment. So and I'm like a spoiler kind of guy. Like, it doesn't really ruin my my actual you know, emotion of me seeing it for the first time. Um, but like, it looks like an awesome show and to be, to have it be 25 years of it, like they're going to add, they, I think they have something else special, like for it, like uh, additionally, but yeah, that's awesome. And it's awesome that you get to go to Mickey's not so scary over there. Cause their not so scary parade is like 10 times better than ours or the one here in Anaheim. Fun fact, I've never been to the Halloween party out here because nobody ever wants to go with me. And I normally don't mind going to Disneyland alone by myself, but I just would love to go to the party with like some friends and make it a cool experience. Looks like we have another pack. <laughs> All right. Not so scary Halloween party and Horror Nights next year. We could do them both in one day. 
there it is. Wait, no, I'm just what? kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm I was kidding. like, wait, no, we can't that, do that. That'd be a really tight schedule. We'd go to the Halloween party for like 30 minutes and then have to drive to Universal. Yeah. Um, but other Halloween type movies that I like watching, uh, Scream, probably my favorite horror movie slasher film. It's amazing. I, I love all of them. And also, I want to give shout outs to Halloween Town. I can never get over how fun that movie is. Shout outs to Disney Channel. They don't do it like they used to. Dude, I totally forgot about Halloween Town. It's been a minute since I've watched that movie. I have all of them on my computer, but I refuse to watch past the second one because they started doing like Halloween Town High. And then uh, I feel like it just got like a little too crazy for me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on that same boat. Halloween Town and Halloween Town Two: Calabar's Revenge is is they're like I mean obviously Halloween Town I feel is better, but the sequel is is pretty dang good too. Yeah, I feel like it came out and did the series justice, but once yeah. I went to high school, it just got a, to be a little too much for me. Yeah. Also, shout out to Denise Richards, R.I.P. You got it. Rest in peace. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah. I hope maybe. Um, speaking Hopefully. of the other, speaking of the other side, uh, Garrett, do you believe in ghosts? That's a tough one for me, man. I have never experienced anything uh, paranormally that ever involves a ghost personally, but I always have like secondhand, you know, tales and experiences. So I don't know. I mean, there definitely are presents. I, I would imagine that there are some sort of spirits, but as far as like full on ghosts that haunt and can kind of appear as physical forms, I don't know, man. I don't know. And this is coming from a fan, a huge fan of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I know. I'm a huge fan of the Haunted Mansion. I love the Haunted Mansion. I propose in the Haunted Mansion. I ride Haunted Mansion every time I'm at Disneyland, but. I mean, I like the idea and like the folklore, but as far as believing in actual physical ghosts, I don't know, man. Maybe that'll change. Who knows? You know, I still have a lot of life to live and maybe I'll have my own experiences. Real quick. I I haven't talked to you um, all day today, but everybody's freaking out about this Tuesday at at Trader Sam's. Do you know about that? Wait, are they selling the Hatbox one from Walt Disney World this Tuesday? There's a different version. Sam's? There's a different version. What? So the the tiki mug at Walt Disney World, the hat box ghost, his head is inside the box. But the one they're selling over here at Disneyland, he has his head on his shoulders. It's not in the box. On, on Tuesday. This Tuesday. Looks like I need to call out to work and go get that. No, I'm serious. Like, I think you should because um, everybody's freaking out about it because Johnny texted me. Shout out to Johnny Wonder. He's in New York right now, and he was like, dude, you have to get me the mug. Uh, and I was like, wait, are you talking about the one at Disney World? And then he told me that there's one releasing at our Trader Sam's. And I was like, oh, crap, I had no idea. So it's like a pretty big deal. So you should go get it. Yeah, I I might need to call out Tuesday and do that. Yeah, especially since you're like a huge fan of Haunted Mansion, and that thing is definitely going to sell out. I'm a huge fan of Haunted Mansion, and I'm a huge fan of Trader Sam's, and the way when they come together, it just puts like love in my heart. It's the best when the like two things or things that you love that are from different worlds collide. Exactly that, like 
have no, I mean, for the most part, have no real um, reason to be together. But then you find out that so many other people love the same two things and then they decide to do a collab and there you go. Yeah, definitely back it. So, well, I'm glad I gave you the heads up about that. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm also I'm not sure what time they're gonna open and sell it, so I'm sure you can definitely look into that and figure all that stuff out. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll probably just be there. I'll just go and just be there and wait till they open and be like, all right, I'm here for the Trader Sam mug, or for the uh, hat box mug. I've never been to like a mug release. Have you? No, I've tried multiple times to get the other, the Hitchhiking Ghost mug, but it's never came to fruition. And then um, through like presents, like I said, when we were just at Trader Sam's, I have the Disney 60th um, celebration Trader Sam mug. Do you think they're going to do like a, because you said for Disney World, they did like a ticket uh, ticket system, right? That's what I heard, like a wristband or ticket, some sort of system over there. So I don't know what they're going to do here. I've never done one of those here, so I I don't know what to experience. I figured as long as I get there, I don't know, maybe like 10, 1030, I should be all right. Because they don't open until 11, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of late. Really? Dang. Well, the only thing I like, because... When I think of stuff like that, I, I think of how crazy people get for like pins and the um, exclusive pops. And those people will line up like super early. That's true. So, All right. Maybe I'll just have to go. Or what you should early. do is um, if you can call Trader Sam's and see like how they're going to do it so you can prepare that way. Maybe. I don't know. Do they have a landline that you can call? I honestly don't know. Or maybe um, I'm going to be there on Sunday, so maybe I can just like pop in and ask. Yeah, because usually how that goes is if you call, you just get their reservation line, even though they don't do reservations. It would probably be maybe the hotel guest services, too, since it's attached to the Disneyland Hotel, technically. Yeah, be like, hi, I'm trying to make a reservation for my spot in line for the Hatbox Ghost mug. Just something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Dang. Well, thanks for the the come the the information. No problem. It got fed to me, so you know, gotta spread it to the people who I know that will care about it. Yeah. And ghosts. I I, I can't believe I used to be uh, an amateur um, ghost hunter. That's what I used to call myself. Was never professional with it. I know when you told me that, like, I was kind of like, that's like, I wasn't surprised maybe, but it's more just like, that's cool. Like, that's, that's awesome that you were in that scene. Yeah. A lot of people look at me crazy because they think of uh, ghost adventures, which gets a bad rap for some reason. But I, <laughs> I find that show very entertaining, even though they like never see anything, but yeah. I, I still find it entertaining and, um, like when I think back to it, I honestly don't even know how my friends and I got started. I honestly want to think it's because we were so bored and we just got over playing whatever card game we were into and we got over going to the local Walmart for fun. We just had to pick up something new. And I remember we started we started hanging out in our local cemetery, which was pretty crazy because at first we wouldn't stay too long because we'd, you know, obviously get like spooked. We'd drive around like a couple times and didn't really see anything, which I think about. And it's kind of crazy that the cemetery 
technically is open 24 hours because you're you're able to drive in there whenever and um security won't kick you out yeah yeah as long as they don't think like you're doing anything illegal well yeah just nothing crazy i remember one night we drove to do some investigating i guess you could say and we came across a party there was legit people red cups on headstones they were blasting music everybody was just drinking and dancing and we were just tripping out we're like okay this is really loud and we can't really do our ghost hunting in peace so we're gonna have to like come back like another night but it was seriously the craziest thing to see like maybe 30 people out there just drinking and dancing and blasting music in the middle of the cemetery like like on people's graves like i don't know if they were like celebrating like one of their friends or family members that was buried right there but seriously there was like red cups and liquor all over these headstones it was weird that's weird it's a little i mean i would say that's a little disrespectful but i don't know yeah i don't really know either um the cemetery was always weird i feel like the like one of the craziest things that's ever happened to us was we were hanging out in like the oldest part of the cemetery because like the cemetery was built and i think like the like early like 40s or 50s like i can't remember off the top of my head Mm -hmm. and we were there just kind of hanging around, just trying to like talk to spirits. And then um, off in the distance, we hear a, a lady's voice, but she's speaking like a different language. And it took us a second to kind of figure out like what it was. And to us, it sounded like she was speaking Cambodian, which was a big trip because um, right by the oldest part of the cemetery is where the mausoleum is. And that's where my grandma is. So my friends were like, holy crap, is that your grandma speaking to us? Because when it comes to Cambodians, there's not a lot of us out here. And for the chances of us being where we were at and where my grandma was and then we're, we, us hearing a lady's voice in Cambodian, um, we just were freaking out and thinking that maybe it could have been her. We're not sure. But I remember I was the one leading the group, to, uh, the group towards the voice. And once we got... Um, to where we thought we were um, hearing it from, like it just stopped, and there was literally like, nobody else out there except for us. Dude, that is crazy. It had to be your grandma. That's what I was thinking because, like I said, there's not a lot of Cambodian people out here, and the ones that are aren't even on that side of the valley, so it's pretty trippy. And I don't know, maybe our minds were playing tricks on us because it was so late at night. But for all of us to hear the same foreign language. And, you know, just like I said, from where we were at to where my grandma was, it just kind of makes sense that it was her. Yeah. But it's crazy. I wish I could understand uh, her language because I could have understand what she was trying to say if it was her. So that's kind of a bummer that it just kind of came and went. Yeah. But it was an experience nonetheless. See, I, I don't have anything like that, unfortunately. So you've never played like the Ouija board or anything crazy like that? Yeah, I've played the Ouija board a little bit, but whenever I play, it's like with people who just joke around with it. You know what I mean? What? Like they're not really into the mindset of it or like actually trying to use the Ouija board. Um, I think the last time I tried to use our Ouija board that we have was with um, uh, my wife, Alexis's sister and her brother-in-law. And shout, out, like, shout outs to Erica. Shout outs to Erica and Kevin. Oh, K- Kevin um, too. My bad, my bad. And then um, 
and they're like really freaked out by it. Like they don't want to, you know, cause anything to happen if you do, you know, contact a spirit uh, of any kind. So like whenever like we would play, like they would get super freaked out and just be like, nope, nope, put it away. Like I don't want to play anymore. So, but yeah, nothing. Yeah, last time I played the Ouija board was actually with uh, the homie John, you know, John Conco. Conco, yeah. Yeah, we played the Ouija board, and surprisingly, he wanted to do it at his house. And I can't remember what drove us to actually go out and buy one and play it, but we used it. Nothing really happened, but I remember he didn't want to keep it in his house, so he kept it in the trunk of his uh, spare car that he kept in the garage. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, just because we're just a little paranoid that it, like he just didn't want it like in the house, which I thought was fair. I was like, honestly, I want to get rid of it. I want to throw it away. We could throw it yeah. off a bridge or something. But if you want to keep it here, keep it safe because you don't want to disrespect the board. I get it. But the big part of me going into it was like I was very hesitant to do it. But also once we did it and nothing really happened, I was like, okay, cool. We kind of got off scot-free. Like, let's just get rid of it now while we can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to think like you went and bought a Ouija board probably from somewhere in the gaming section of like Do you know what, a where grocery we got store it? or something. Yeah, I don't the know grocery where, you, store. where you get it. Wait, well, what or grocery like a store? Walmart or something. I don't what know. grocery store are you shopping at that sells Ouija <laughs> <No>. boards? <laughs> well, like a Walmart, like the, a super Walmart. No, actually, we got it at Toys R Us. Rest yeah. in peace. So, so you got to you got to think like, OK, Mattel or whoever those like gaming companies are, what are they doing? Are they sprinkling some like some sort of voodoo witchcraft on it and then and then patching packaging it up and then selling it or what? I would not be surprised, Garrett. <laughs> Let's be honest. The kind of world that we live in, you think that wouldn't be something they would do? No. I mean now that you say the kind of world we live in, it makes sense. Like think of what all the other companies are putting in our food and, and shit. So yeah playing in our on our games like that could be it that could be a possibility yeah but nothing happened one thing that just kind of occurred to me um so you lived in san diego for a long time right yes okay the paranormal activity house do you know where that is no was it filmed in san diego yeah the the, the first house is in san diego oh no i had no idea there's a lot of crazy, weird, kind of spooky things in San Diego. It's cause, because it's like such an old port for like, you know, back uh, in the you know Sp- Spaniard conquistador days, and then in the 1800s, like just a lot of weird things happened there. Yo, shout out to that one place. Uh, what was it called? Where you took me to that junkie comic shop? It was. It was into, oh, like- uh, we were we were at. Um, we were at uh, Point Loma. We were at the uh, – oh, my God. Why can't I think of the name of it right now? Um, yeah, it's where we went and had breakfast. Uh, oh, my God. I can't think of it right now. You got to so think weird. of it. We got to give them a proper shout-out. Uh, Liberty Station. There it is. Liberty, Liberty Station. Station. Yeah. That spot was really interesting. Dude, I love that place. It was just – an. it was weird because it's an old – um marine corps naval barracks like and like facility and then that portion of it just got sold and now it's just like this crazy cool kind of like you know park slash 
they have a bunch of eateries. They have kind of like a packing house kind of a thing there too, and a movie theater and stuff like that. I didn't know they had a movie theater there. Yeah, they have uh, what they call it the lot. So it's like it's kind of like a AMC dine-in, but uh, you you know they have a full service restaurant that you can order food at and like recliner leather seats and stuff. Damn, that's cool. I think they have one out here at the in Tustin at the Marketplace Mall. Maybe? Okay. The, <laughs> the Tustin Marketplace. I don't think they call it the yeah. mall. <laughs> you damn oh, tourist. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I literally have been there like one time. It's all right. But yeah, li- like Liberty Station definitely loved like the chill vibes. It was like, it was so big and there were so many people there, but it didn't seem crowded at all. Yeah. The only no, time, cool. the only time that it was crowded was when we were walking, I think to the comic shop and those girls were doing yoga on the sidewalk that people walk on. It was the weirdest thing. Oh yeah. And then we, yeah, that's like when you pass by like the, the woman's museum and then there's like a yoga thing and they were like doing yoga on the path like where people walk where yeah. there's like grass or dirt like to the left that they could have been doing you there was a lot of grass but they wanted to be on the sidewalk it didn't make any sense to me yeah no it didn't make any sense but um speaking of weird spooky things in san diego that i had no idea about there is this neighborhood kind of haunting haunted house in North County, San Diego, called the McCamey Manor. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I think Brett, shout outs to Brett. He told me he was on the list for this year to get in. N- no, he was not. That's what he told him. Well, not like not like on the list he's actually going to get in, but he told me he was like uh, position like 176. So he said that there was like a small chance that he could have gotten in this year. Like, you know what they do, right? Yeah, something to do with like dog food or something, right? Okay, so well, okay, it's fr- it's technically free. You just have to pay uh, four things of dog dog food to go. But like, no, what they do there, like, it's it's not just like a traditional like jump scare actors like you know jump scaring you through like a maze. They like physically like do crazy things to you. Like they'll they'll like fake drown you like they'll like like basically you sign a waiver and the actors can do whatever they want to you like they put like chains around your neck and feed you stuff and like literally physically and psychologically like melt you down like it's fucking crazy really see i I have a hard time with that because i feel like you know if, if i'm signing a waiver i'm going into this thing knowing that it's not real i'm not gonna die I don't think it would mess with me mentally. I think anything the way that I am, I would find it funny and probably like a little uncomfortable, but I don't think it would scare me. Bro, it's not even scary. It's just fucked. Like you should watch some of the videos. Like I'm telling you, they they have, sorry, go go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. So they have, okay. So one is we watched, like I heard about it cause Lexi and I watched on Netflix this show called or like a documentary called haunters the art of the scare which they had a section on about mckamey manor and then apparently they also are on an episode of dark tourists which i had no idea about wait i I watched all of dark tourists i don't remember that at all it it says dark tourist episode eight i'm actually on their homepage right now all right i'll have to look into that yeah 
So I had no idea about this place, but apparently it's in San Diego. But like, I'm telling you, man, like it's it's not even scary. It's just like they literally like torture you is basically what they're doing. They're just torturing you. So you're like walking into the movie set of Saw. Basically, but without dying and without like, I don't think they cut like obviously cut you or make bloodshed happen. But like they were force feeding people in like in chairs that like they were bound bound to and like crazy shit and like, like drowning them, like basically waterboarding them, but like hardcore, like, I don't know. Like it was crazy. What were they feeding them? I don't know. Like rotten eggs, I think. Or oh something. my R- rotten I, eggs. I, I swear to like, it's like, like they wouldn't tell them what it was. And then like people were like puking after eating it. And I'm just telling you, man, like, okay. I, it, yeah. Cause I'm picturing, you know, Jamie, I'm talking about myself in the third person. I, I like to eat. I'm like hungry a lot. So I picture myself in there and they're shoving like pizza down my throat and I'm picturing myself being okay with it. No, like this is stuff that's like not like, like not okay. At least what I could tell, like it didn't look like it was like necessarily like, I guess edible food, like food that you wouldn't want to eat basically. So this is like uh, some Anthony Zimmerman type shit. I don't know the reference. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anthony Zimmerman, he's like that uh, bald guy goes on those crazy food adventures, but he eats like all the weird stuff like uh, cockroaches and like gefilte fish. Oh, and... yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Why can't but I remember the name less... of the show? Yeah. Isn't it called like Bizarre Food or no? How do you can Maybe be not right. Bizarre Food. Somebody will yeah. correct us and somebody's screaming into their um, headphones right now the name of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out eventually, but that, that's what I'm picturing, I guess with the nasty foods. Yeah, it's, it's nuts, man. But yeah, I had no idea it was in San Diego. And then I was like, obviously I didn't know I'm not trying to get like tortured, but cause like San Diego, like they're kind of like they're Halloween things. So they do one thing in downtown called the haunted hotel, which used to be like, apparently like really, really scary, but now it's just like a maze. And then they also do a few things. They do like the haunted hayride and another like haunted house at the Del Mar fairgrounds where they do the fair and the horse track racing. Um, and that's pretty much all that I really remember. And then they have like a few mazes here and there on like mall parking lots. Sounds pretty whack. If you ask. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Like, and not even like, and then like SeaWorld does like a little like, you know, spooktacular which is a lot like kind of like you know family oriented kind of like mickey's not so scary sea world you, you, you think i'm gonna go to sea world you think <laughs> shamu's gonna scare me i'm walking past this stupid tank dude if you're in the tank with him maybe he'll scare you i mean they don't call him killer whales for nothing yeah if we're in the tank he's probably gonna want to eat me he's <laughs> gonna want to get revenge on the people that are keeping their keeping him there as a prisoner damn he's just gonna shamu's gonna see your ass and be like you, you look like one of those Eskimos my ancestors told me about. You dead, bro. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I wouldn't put him past Shamu. They want revenge on the human race. Like, I'm team human. I will fight a whale. I'll fight all the beluga whales. I'll beat up a penguin. I don't care. It's us versus them. I'm sorry that you're trapped. I wish they weren't trapped, but I'm not going there on Halloween to get spooked by a whale in a tank. <laughs> Can't oh, believe you man. brought up SeaWorld. 
dude, what are you gonna like it's San please, Diego? Like please, what else do we have to offer? Please tell me you've never been there on Halloween for to be scared at SeaWorld. Never been there on Halloween, been there for their Christmas stuff though. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's a, a little more cheerful, so I won't be mad at you for that. <laughs> Speaking oh, of man. uh mazes and getting scared, have you gone out and seen that movie Hellfest yet? No, I have not. Okay. All right. The movie has a really sick name. I wish um, it was a different Hellfest. Shoutouts to um, Hellfest, all the old hardcore bands that used to play. Shoutouts to Throwdown, Terror, First Blood, The Red Chord, Unearth, all the cool bands that used to play the fest called Hellfest. But the movie Hellfest... Wow, that was a mouthful. But the movie Hellfest, I feel like if our, like, not Scary Farm, if our Horror Nights was like that movie, minus us actually dying, it would be way more eventful and way more fun to go to. Because in that movie, they have this zone. I can't remember the name of it, but they have a zone that you have to kind of make your way to. You have to go through certain uh, scare zones and mazes to get to this little tram that takes you to this um, scariest part of the park. And in that part of the park, you're able to get touched by the people working there, which I think is pretty cool. And they also have the scariest maze on that side too. So it's like super intense once you get to like that side and it's like a mission and it's actually scary. So people are actually hesitant um, to even go to that side because they don't want to get, you know, blood spit in their face or taken to some random dark corner and yelled at. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, I know there are some mazes where, like, they, you know, the actors can't touch you or do, like, a little bit more to scare you um, or, like, drag you into, like, some corner, you know, and then let you go. But... But yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Like I would I would definitely do a maze like that as long as I obviously don't die <laughs> afterwards. Are you being serious or are you just talking? No, no, I, w- I would do it. I like mazes like that. Like I like I like to be scared. I, I like doing mazes and like I feel like it will add a whole other element to it if they could like touch you. Obviously not like put physical harm to you in any malicious way, but like grab you and touch you or like, you know, grab, put you in a corner and then like, like, or, you know, things like that. Brett told me about this place in Tustin. I think it's in Tustin this year, um, but it's some place called the 17th door. And he mentioned that that place, they do crazy stuff like that. Like they'll spit blood in your face. And I, I think he said they they shove hot dogs in your mouth. Okay. I don't know about that. Sorry. Sorry. Wait. I don't want anything shoved in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> but it, it, that's, that's different. It's just a hot dog. How many yeah, hot dogs have you I, eaten in your life? I don't want anything shoved in my mouth though. It's just a hot dog. You can just Bro. chomp. You'll chomp through that. It won't even affect you. <laughs> no, no, like I don't Dude, like if somebody shoves a hot dog in my mouth. I'm a bite through it and be like, yum, motherfucker. I ain't scared. <laughs> even an uncooked one oh no 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 like what if is it it could be uncooked <laughs> yeah if it's uncooked i might die i might gag yeah. and choke on everything 
So Damn, I mean, I'm I, just saying, like, I didn't you even can think eat an uncooked hot dog and still be like live. You know what I mean? Damn, I'm picturing like these people in like face paint and costumes, like cooking up the hot dogs in the back. <laughs> But damn. You're like, hey, just, just, oh, you're on the grill tonight. You're on the grill. You can't scare anybody, but you're on the grill. Damn. Ew. Now I'm thinking about how, like, how gross, like, hot dog water is. You know, the juices from the, like, the hot dog oh, bag. Gross. Okay. Never mind. All right. All right. So we go to 17th door, and before we sign the waiver and pay, we ask, are the hot dogs cooked or uncooked? And that decides whether we go in or not. All right. Because I'm telling you, cooked hot dog. I'll even dupe them and go in a little hungry, get some free food. Yeah, there you do. I mean, it's not free. You have to pay to get into the maze, right? Yeah, but I'm paying for the maze, not for the hot dogs. <laughs> true. True, true. You just did a little added extra bonus. Um, but right. so you could there do some used research. To be, yeah. There used to be a maze in San Diego. Like, I'm pretty sure the haunted hotel in downtown San Diego used to be like that. So what it was is like different levels that you would try to achieve. And then when you got to the final floor, you were you won like you could win something. So basically what it was is actors like the, the people who are the scarers could touch you and grab you. And if they grabbed you and brought you to a certain part of each floor like you, that's it. You were done like you you made it. You didn't make it. But if you got to the final floor, I think it was like eight to 12 floors you would win something, which I think is pretty cool. Like you have the opportunity to get scared and it's a little bit more intense, but you also have the opportunity to win too something. Was it even worth it? Like what could you win a free dinner down in the lobby or what? I don't know. Like I thought it, uh, from what I've heard, like it was potential money or like actually like something like pretty, pretty good. Like a, like I think they put away certain amount, like, uh, whenever they did it, like, you know, like of the admission fee and whoever would win, like they would give a certain portion of the admission fee for and, like that night or something like that. So you, you say it's the haunted hotel. Is that the actual name of the hotel or is it like a chain, like a Hyatt or something? No. Yeah. So the, I don't they don't do it anymore. At least I don't think so, because I've been to the haunted hotel like since um like I've heard of that and they don't do it at the haunted hotel that I go to. But so basically at the haunted hotel, it's just, it's just like, you know, they, they name it that during the season. It's not the whole hotel. It's just portions of it. I don't know what hotel it is. It's just some old one in downtown San Diego in like the gas lamp area. Okay. That, uh, had me confused. Cause I wasn't sure if there was like some place actually called the haunted hotel. Yeah, no, no. It's just like they put it on during the season, and that's what they call it during the season. Very, very interesting. I'm trying to think if there's any other. Oh, dude, I haven't even talked about uh, last year. I actually wanted to have a cool Halloween experience, so um, had to ring up good old Johnny Wonders to see if he was down to go to the East Coast and do some spooky stuff. Oh yeah. Did I ever tell you about any of that? You told me a little bit, but I mean, I want to hear all the spookiness. Okay. I think one of the coolest things that we did um, when we were in New York, uh, not a huge fan of the city, but I'm really into Long Island. So shout outs to Long Island, uh, Steve Huey, Backtrack, Hangman, The Fight, all the cool stuff going on out there. We went to to check out the Amityville horror house, which was kind of surreal to be honest, because it just 
you know, is just in some normal neighborhood. And I remember we we drove down the street, saw the house and we parked and Johnny wanted to go out and take pictures in front of it. And I remember he was like posing in front of the house and one of the neighbors came out and I'm like friendly. So I told him, I was like, hey, good morning. And the guy straight up yelled at us. He was like, go away. And we're like, wow, that's uh, really unfriendly, but I get it. It's like some famous house that, you know, bad things happen in. So he probably didn't want us to come out and like parade and like it was like some, you know, happy place. But uh, Johnny got his pictures. Um, It was kind of cool. And that was about like the only spooky thing we did in New York. And then um, from New York, we went to Salem, which I thought was really cool. Because, like we said earlier, we brought up Hocus Pocus. There was um, places in Salem where they actually shot the movie. And we only went to uh, um, two of the places because we were kind of pressed on time. Um, The first spot we went to was Max's house, which was super cool. It was, like, beautiful. It was, like, at the end of the street. And it was, like, right on the water. And there was, like, a couple people outside taking pictures. And there was, like, a nice family inside, which was kind of weird because you can see through the windows on the first floor and there was like this old couple just chilling watching tv which i thought was cool and they didn't mind us taking pictures there was like a ton of people outside and from there we went to allison's house which was like that giant mansion where max and uh his little sister danny went to and sadly it wasn't open because it's like some public building um but i think the day that we went it was closed but you're able to go on the side of the mansion in the backyard and you could like walk around the garden and stuff. But that day the mansion wasn't open. So that was kind of a bummer. And then I think it was like downtown Salem or somewhere like that. We went to the witches museum, which I thought was kind of cool. We like did some little like walkthrough tour, which felt super like ghetto because we go to Disneyland all the time. We're used to seeing like fancy animatronics but we're in Salem and we're going through like this, like witches like tour and these animatronics looked just as old as the ones in the Tiki room. Just like super, like you could hear them like clanking around as like the audio is playing, like not even to the beat of the mouths and moving. It was, it was actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. But it was like super dark and it was like, it was just like this long tour and part of me wished we were on a boat like in pirates or something because it was just i was just so lazy because like we, we would like walk and we'd stop and then we'd have to listen to like you know the girls talk for like 30 minutes and watch some like little interactions and the history was nice it was cool to actually learn about like what went on during like the salem witch trials and i definitely got my money's worth but i wasn't like too impressed with the things that they had inside Okay. Yeah. I mean, you didn't light a candle in there, did you? You know, even if there was a black flame candle, <laughs> um, your boy is not a virgin. <laughs> oh, okay. For sure. <laughs> uh, we don't have to go too detailed into that, but if I were to light the candle, um, it wouldn't spark the black flame, unfortunately. Dang. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever said that publicly. So there you have it. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Dang. All right. Well, it's good to know that you can't conjure up uh, uh, three witches then um, by lighting a candle. But, you know, 
But like like Thackeray Bink said, he had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. We'll just send you in there. Whoa, I'm married, <laughs> sir. I'm just kidding. 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 Dang. Jokes. I got jokes. All right. You do. Um, but it's cool. Oh, shout outs to Bewitched. <laughs> they had some crazy Bewitched statue on the corner. So we, we all went and like took photos with it. Dang. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and we went to the oldest, uh, the oldest cemetery in Salem, which was like super lame. Cause like you go in there and it was cool, whatever. Like these people were buried like hundreds of years ago, but we're like trying to look at the headstones and they're all so like weathered. They're just like flat and you can't, there's nothing you can read. So I remember Johnny and I were walking through and on the far side of the entrance was, um was like a like a wall but if we hopped the wall it, it led to the this main street and across the street was like a little carnival going on so john and i literally hopped out of the cemetery went to the carnival um but none of the rides were available at the time because they were like still just setting up because it was like like probably like right um like late afternoon going into like the evening mm-hmm but Salem was definitely definitely a cool experience just because of all like the crazy um, history behind it. Oh, and we actually went to the spot where um, they hung all the witches for like the witch trials. Ooh. Yeah, and, and it was honestly it was kind of hard to find because like we just kind of like looked it up on Yelp, and we it was literally and I'm not even kidding it was like behind some CVS like on this hill. So like, yeah, so we like left our car parked at the CVS and like, we're like walking up the hill and like, it was literally like, we went like through these, like, like this little wooded area that was like part of like somebody's backyard. And we're just literally back there eating chips and drinking Red Bull, trying to find the actual spot because the um, person at CVS told us that there's like a plaque that says this is where like the people were hung during the witch trials, blah, 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 blah. And we couldn't find it. So we were, we were like looking for like a good like hour and like this patch of like forest wasn't that big. And we saw like other like piles of trash. So we figured, you know, tons of people were coming back here looking for it. So we were in the right spot. But eventually we gave up and we went driving through the neighborhood and we found some giant park. And it was so funny, dude. Like as we're like parking all the families that were there with their little kids literally grabbed their kids and went to the other side of the playground because they, they um, see like me and Johnny get out. We're like obviously not from the area. We're like covered in tattoos. Not we have no kids with us to bring to the park. So we just look like weirdos coming to this public park and hanging out. <laughs> but eventually so- um, when we were leaving, um, some random people came and talked to us. They're like, oh, you guys don't look like you're from around here. And we explained to him, we're like, yeah, like we're from California. Like we're just up here looking for where the people were hung for the witch trials. And they're like, oh, they're like, yeah, they're like, it's kind of hard to spot. Um, they're like, if you follow this street, you'll find it at the bottom of the hill. So where we were in like that patch of weird forest in those people's backyard, we're like in the right area, but it, we're on like the opposite side of the hill from where it was. So when we drove down the street, we literally found like this weird little like memorial for it. It had like everybody's names that uh, got um, hanged for those or during those trials. It was pretty intense to like look at it and see like the years that these people were um, sentenced to death. Dang. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Just thinking about 
like you know like a lot of them like just died out of like people's like paranoia and they weren't really witches it was just a trip to think about yeah that's nuts and just like yeah yeah, because they're they, they kind of like in a lose-lose situation, right? Because they're just like, prove you're not a witch. And it's like, how do you prove yeah. that, you know? Yeah, how do you prove that you're not a witch? I don't know. Touch a cross, I guess. You won't get burnt. I don't know. I thought that was like a vampire. Oh, I thought it was witches too. I thought they were afraid of crosses as well. But I don't know. Okay. I, I think I got to do my research a little more then. Maybe. Do you yeah, have any, well, uh, I know. Yeah, I know that if vampires ahead. touch a cross, they'll get like burnt. But I thought witches were also like not about the cross life. Maybe they won't get burnt, but they're just like, nah, get away from me. All right, somebody out there, give us an answer. Yeah. Real quick, do you have any plans for this Halloween? It's coming up in like a couple days. Not a couple days, like maybe like a couple weeks. Not really. Um. Lexi is going to be dressing up for work, which is kind of funny. Um, but like, we don't really have any set plans just because her schedule is always kind of up in the air. But um, I have a plan to kind of do a character dress up a few days after Halloween. After Halloween? Why are you dressing up after Halloween? Well, uh, I believe it's maybe three days after Halloween. They are doing the fall Dapper Day at Disneyland. Shout outs to Dapper Day and Disneyland. Um, And I will be, um, I don't even know if I should say it publicly yet, but I will be basing my Dapper Day costume off of the villain Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Shout outs to Lady Gaga. (laughs) What? Dude, why Lady Gaga? Because she's um, there's like talks of her being casted as Ursula. Yeah, the... but it's more shout outs to the original person who uh, who um, was influenced, like influenced Ursula. Yeah, L- Lady Gaga, right? No. What? Dude. Okay. So explain. the person the the person who originally influenced Ursula. Um, was this, uh, who was it? It was a, hang on, I have to find it now because there was, it was a, like, it was like a, like a, a, a drag queen. Oh, I thought it was Lady yeah. Gaga. No, no. I mean, she wasn't even around back then, bro. Are you sure? For the Little Mermaid? Yes. <laughs> I'm totally trolling you. Yeah, but no, yeah, the influence, like the character kind of style that influenced Ursula was a uh, drag queen at the time. I had no idea. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Here. It was. Uh, Where is it? Come on. You don't even know. Are you sure you're dropping real I mean, knowledge right now? It was no, it was right here, man. It was right here. Hang on. <laughs> All right. Original design was inspired by several different creatures, but as well, uh, her appearance was also inspired by the American actor and drag queen Divine. All right. 
everybody go yeah. look that up. I'm gonna have to look look into that because I'm not familiar with that drag queen. So I'm really yeah, interested I'll, to see what they took from that drag queen and incorporated it into Ursula. So the real the real name of Divine, because that's just the stage name, the person's name is Harris Glenn Milstead. All right, Harris Glenn Milstead. Mm-hmm. I'll have to link that in the show notes. Yep. So you're going as Ursula. Can you kind of break down how your outfit's going to be? Um, so it's kind of on a last minute because I didn't really think, you know, of, I wasn't sure what I was going to go as. There was a lot of uh, talks of doing something with somebody else, but I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> yes, that, that person um, who shall not be named is the only person that is banned from the Dreamer K podcast for reasons that we will not share right now, but they know who they are. So sucks for you, but you can continue, continue. Sorry. I'm all flustered. Not not to say that I wouldn't do that with that person anyways, but it sounds like that's what you're saying. Too late timing. Sounds (laughs) sounds like you're saying that Garrett, let's be honest. No, but so I decided to wear my suit that I wore at my own wedding, which actually kind of has the same color scheme or colorway, whichever you prefer, as Ursula's character, which is kind of funny because it's a black kind of uh, kind of, you know, uh, nice tuck uh, pants, uh, dress pants, and then a purple blazer uh, sports coat. So I'm going to be doing that and then I will also be wearing the bow tie that matches the blazer, uh, finding a shell pin and placing it on my um, bow tie to act as the shell that steals the Little Mermaid's voice that Ursula wears around her neck, and then finding a flotsam and jetsam pin to wear on my lapel. That sounds pretty creative. doesn't sound so last minute. I mean, it's last minute in the sense that all I really need to get for the whole costume are two pins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you basically kind of had this outfit um, in storage, just waiting to be used for another special occasion. Exactly. I'm pretty stoked, to be honest. Uh, the other day, uh, Friday, um, got my package in the mail. I got my, so this is what I'm doing for Dapper Day, spoiler alert, whatever. I'm going as um, an Elsa-themed outfit for Dapper Day. And I got my cape in the mail, um, but I haven't opened it. Like, I I opened the box, and I checked out the pattern and the material, and everything looks pretty solid. I'm actually really stoked to wear this cape to Disneyland and look like I'm just going to like stand out because I need to see this like grown man wearing a it's like a children's cape. But since I'm an adult, like it's the length that I wanted. so I'm actually really stoked on it. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the whole ensemble. Yeah, honestly, it's not going to be super crazy, but I think it's just going to be um, I think I'm just going to stand out just because I'm going to have like my hair cut super cool shout outs to big worm i, I gotta get my hair cut but i think just wearing the cape it's gonna turn a lot of heads yeah oh and, and i'm also gonna have a olaf pin um on my either my vest or my suit jacket because i still haven't decided if i'm gonna go wearing this suit jacket or not i'm just gonna wait till the day of and see what i look like and see what i'm feeling to kind of um, decide what i'm gonna do yeah 
I'm telling you, man, like from what you've explained or like described, I think it would be really cool without the suit jacket because you kind of, you know, depending on your shirt, you'll have your vest and then it'll kind of look like, you know, how Elsa has her like kind of see through part of her dress on top and then like the main part of the dress below her ice dress, of course. Yeah, to be honest, I think I might have to go with that look because I just remembered I haven't gotten a bow tie so I'm just kind of like I think that is like the last accessory that I need. And when yeah. I was looking, I, I couldn't find like a cool bow tie to go with the color scheme that I was doing. And also, if I uh, get a bow tie, do I really want like that around my neck? And then also this cape around my neck. It might look kind of cheesy, I think, with a bow tie and a cape. Possibly. Yeah, because I don't want to look like too much like a like i'm some like like magician or something yeah even though i love magic but that day i'm trying to go as elsa yeah we'll figure it out though i'm honestly probably just gonna go without the bow tie and just go with no suit jacket all right all right we'll see man i'm excited it's gonna be a fun day yeah it's definitely gonna be a, a fun day I had a blast the last Dapper Day that we went to back in spring. I, I can't remember how long we were actually there for. Do you remember? Uh, I want to say... Yeah, I don't know. I want to say after night hit, I think we left. But I can't remember, honestly. like It was too much fun. Wow. I definitely am glad that you remember it as too much fun because that's all I'm looking forward to because um, Dapper Day is the day after I, I get back from my trip and that's all I want to do is just have too much fun. Yeah. Well, that's what we'll have. If you're uh, if you're out and about on Dapper Day and you see Jamie and I, come sh- give a shout out. Say what up. Yes. Tell me that you listen to the podcast. Make my day. Bingo. No, I'm just kidding. Just come say hi. Let's take a photo. I'll put you on the um, Instagram story. It'll, it'll be fun. Heck yeah. And but, go ahead. Wait, what? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, if you want to hang out, hang out with us, though, unfortunately, you have to be dappered out. And you need Max Pass, Garrett. <laughs> Bingo. There it is. You want to come chill. We're open to having anybody come chill. Just please be dapper have max pass and don't be a weirdo just come have fun i i concur on on all such things yeah and we're gonna take so many cool pictures and i can't wait to see all of your guys's outfits because i feel like i just kind of go the cheap route get a cool suit get a couple cool accessories but i love seeing the people who go over the top and put way more attention to detail into their outfits. So it gets me so excited. Heck yeah. When people put on all these crazy, like just extra details or like just look completely perfect, like to what Dapper Day represents. Like I'm stoked. I can't wait to see everything. Yeah. Shout out to Maid of Might. We ran into her last Dapper Day. She had her Dapper outfit, Hercules, and it was so like clever and so simple, but she just made it look amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Why didn't you get a picture with her? 
I don't know, man. I don't, I don't. I didn't really know who she was. I don't really follow like cosplayers that much. So, damn, that's disrespectful. You couldn't even appreciate the outfit to get a picture. I do, no, that's I. I appreciated the outfit. I didn't say that. I just, you know, I didn't really take any pictures except for the group that we were hanging out with that day. All right, because I think you just disrespected her. What? I did not. And if she feels that way, I apologize. Well, you'll be able to tell her to her face because she's definitely going to be there. And I'm going to bring it up when we see her. Oh, okay. All right, then. I'll let her know then. Like, Jessica, I'm sorry for my friend being so disrespectful in April. Please forgive him. Yep. And she'll probably forgive. She'll be like, it's all right. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. She's the coolest and the best cosplayer in the world. Please go follow her at made of might the best there it is all right garrett we've covered everything from proctor valley road to dapper day is there anything else that you feel like we should cover before we wrap this up i don't know man yeah i mean we've covered most everything for for the spooky spooky podcast it's been one heck of a time like to say that I appreciate being back here um, on the Jamie RK podcast, but yeah, I don't, I don't think there's too much other things that uh, that we missed. All right, well there you have it, folks. That was the very first spooky edition of the Jamie RK podcast. This has been very fun for me and hopefully for you too, Garrett. Oh yeah, it's been a blast. Thanks again for having me. I'm glad I could say I was the first guest on the Jamie RK podcast and the first returning guest. Um, shout out to Jamie RK podcast. Shout out to Jamie RK. Shout out to Disneyland. Shout out to Alexis. And uh, yeah, just shout out to uh, to fun times and good friends. Yo, dude, you got to shut out your your clothing line. Garrett doesn't talk about this that much, but he's in the process of working on what I think is a pretty cool Disney themed, right? Is that, is that um, proper to say a Disney themed clothing line? Yeah, they're going to be mainly Disney, Disney oriented referenced themed. So I got a few designs in the works right now. One that I definitely need to make some shirts out. Um, I am not 100% on the name of what I want to do right now. I, I did have one name, but I don't know if I like it. But uh, keep your eyes out. If you follow um, my Instagram, you will definitely find it. Uh, it's at Gert TMDTH. So that's at G-E-R-T-T-M-D-T-H. Um, follow me and you will get updates as to my new clothing line coming out and the designs that I drop very soon. Yeah, don't worry. I'll link his Instagram in the show notes so you guys can go check it out and give him a follow. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. Definitely. All right. Well, there you have it. Spooky edition is in the books. Thank you guys for joining us. I really appreciate all of you so much. And this has been another episode of the Jamie K podcast. Always on top. <laughs>